Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast. This is the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living and the embracing of all, all that is the full spectrum of chaos and upliftment and beauty and craziness and everything that is life. So, uh, today we continue with the reading day 37 of 49. So, usually some musings, sharings. This episode continues with a turned into a seven week daily blog of a day fast. And I'm revisiting this because at the time it was a wonderful exercise in living presently and being attentive, more attentive to life in the days. And, um, that is something that I really aspire to and hold dear to my heart. So, thought this would be a great opportunity to just revisit. So every day there was a theme and sometimes the theme continued for a few days. And this day, 37 of 49, be humble, continued. So a whirlwind of a day with lessons coursing through. Return of the headache. I was hoping I'd be home free in the headache department today. The same pains and sensations I'd been experiencing yesterday started up again. I had a series of morning appointments, so I was only able to get to those little blue pain relief capsules in the early afternoon. And the interesting thing today was that they never helped. My headache was adamant to make its presence felt, and I would just need to deal with it. This was a sobering lesson, a reminder to be humble, to be mindful of holding a position of knowing the answer, having it all figured out, as well as being willing to be with discomfort and accept a situation fully, exactly as it is, breathing into it one moment at a time. I'm grateful to report that it did ease as the evening progressed, eventually departing completely. Amen. So where did today go? What a whirlwind of a day. One of those days that starts off at a pace, and before I know what's happened, it's over. On the drive home from school, my eldest even commented on the pace at which this year is moving, with March already waving to us up ahead. I certainly do not recall remarking on how fast time was moving when I was at school. Aren't you worried? I was grateful for remembering my favorite lines from the movie Bridges of Spies, starring Tom Hanks and Mark Rylance. I'm so sorry, Mark. I'm not sure how to pronounce your surname. They came as a welcomed reassurance when my mind's eye was giving some attention to the looming March debit orders. Tom Hanks stars as a New York lawyer representing a Soviet spy facing possible conviction in the in the U.S. And in a scene where Hanks explains the severity of the situation to the spy, noticing no emotional response, he comments, you don't seem alarmed. I love the innocent with which Rylands delivers the spy's simple yet deeply profound response as he shrugs and asks, would it help? At another point in the film, Hanks again asks, Do you never worry? The response, you guessed it. Would it help? Another application of this reminder. A friend's mom decided to book a check-up with her GP. 
And she booked this today as she noticed she hasn't had much of an appetite and she's also been feeling bloated. Her GP took blood samples for testing and booked her for a sonar tomorrow. When she asked him if he thinks it could be the worst code word for cancer, he replied, that's what I'm worried about. No brownie points from me for bedside manner. This woman I know holds medical professions in high esteem. This was all she needed to hear to send her into a tailspin of worry as she panicked and imagined the worst. In the absence of information, we jumped to the worst conclusions, Myra Kasim. I do understand it's concerning to hear those words from your GP at the same time. Will worry and imagining how she'll cope with a hypothetical diagnosis, treatment plan, surgeries and more help when there isn't even a single test result yet. From another perspective, not to sound morbid, but there is the possibility she'll go to sleep tonight and not even wake up tomorrow to make it to the sonar appointment. There are statistically tens of thousands of people who go to sleep and don't wake up the next morning. Plus, the results at this point have just as strong a chance of coming back all clear, or with a completely different result altogether. So one step at a time, easy does it. Because jumping to conclusions is not actually exercise, it's a sure recipe for angst and fear. 7 and 49. I had an appointment today at 10 a.m., I'm not sure how it happened exactly, but I entered the incorrect address. As far as the house number, I entered 7 instead of 49. When I arrived at 7 and discovered it wasn't the correct address, I checked and was quickly en route again to 49. The appointment was with a woman who works in energy healing and therapies, and I found it interesting that I'd started at 7, then needed to proceed to 49, when 7 sevens are 49. And my signs for extending my 40-day program to 49 days came in two specific forms. The numbers on my phone display that night when I meditated. So if I am remembering correctly, 7-7, I know there was something. I think I, I meditated and opened my eyes and it was 0707. And then a comment shared by an energy healer in an interview about the seven layers of each of the seven chakras. And guess how old this woman I met who was was turning tomorrow? 49! Synchronicity, a wink from the universe. Synchronicity is an ever-present reality for those who have eyes to see it. Carl Jung. Man, man tracht und Gott lacht. This is a Jewish, old Yiddish expression, uh, which directly translates to man plans and God laughs. It speaks to the futility of man's often obsessive desire to plan, to be in control. A friend of mine has a job interview tomorrow and she has planned on an, an early night so she could be refreshed and present. I discovered her youngest was diagnosed with bronchitis today, major curveball, Thank God they've picked up the diagnosis early and he's on meds and he'll be in touch and she'll be in touch with her doctor. Just not the gentlest and most calming build up to her interview. And with her little one having a high temperature, not feeling well, who knows what quality sleep she'll manage tonight, the night before her interview. Uh, 
This was a blaring personal reminder to be willing to be less attached to my specific plans and desired outcomes and instead open to navigating the twists and turns that present in each moment, acknowledging the power of being flexible and adaptable to changing circumstances. Because as Leon Megginson, paraphrasing of Charles Darwin, it's not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It's the one that is the most adaptable to change. So thank you, day 37. Count your rainbows, not your thunderstorms, Alicia Knight. Mwah. So on that glorious note, I'm going to leave and love you. Personally, it was great just to reconnect to reminders, synchronicities, seeing them when they always abound so it's about seeing them and letting go of attachments to specific plans and outcomes and being open to possibilities and being humble being humble on that glorious note I'm to leave and love you until we meet again <laughs>